Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. I'm not gonna lie to you, feel good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. with actor and storyteller David Goulet. If you have turned on your television anytime in the last 15 to 20 years, you have seen <laughs> this individual and he has multiple projects going on. Of course, we know Stargate, which ran for multiple seasons, but really uh, right now you have a lot happening. C, which is on Apple TV, which is just a phenomenal show and uh, so many other great projects. But thank you uh, for your time today and hanging out. Ah, it's a pleasure, a pleasure. Yeah, yeah no, it's been, uh, it's fantastic. It is, it is nice to have a few things to talk about. It's, it's a nice, yeah. And it's always good for actors to have something, something new on the plate. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> we start recycling the same old stories. It gets a little dull. No, I know. Well, I mean, your career clearly stands on its own. I mean, you've been in this industry for a long time. I have uh, been there for a very long time. A very yes. seasoned veteran actor. Seasoned, was... yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Um, yeah, like an old cool- meat, like an That's old funny. meat on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> um, like fine wine. But one of the things that I think is great is you have maintained what I perceive to be a successful career. I mean, you've you've maintained relevance, I guess, if that's a term, as far as just keeping new things going. And and recently, you know, of course, see on Apple TV, which is just such a great show. Uh, it's and pretty then wild, other, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Like I, you know, I think if I remember correctly, that was like one of their first, like, quote unquote, you know, yeah. uh, original programming when they were pitching that idea and people just didn't know what to think. Uh, it's, because it's fascinating. I had the same issue. I was like, what the hell? How's this? How's this going to, how's this going to work? But it's just, God, it's just beautiful. You know, it is. Yeah. And you know, they, it's kind of like when they do these events, I know D 23 just took place. Uh, over mm. the weekend. And when these companies, uh, you know, that have been around for a while, and this is not a dig, but when they come out and they just barrage you with all of these titles and all these things that are going to happen, and then mm. they start throwing in concept art, you just don't know what to expect. You're like, yeah, wow, this is yeah. crazy. How are they going to do all this? But they do it. You know what I mean? And these mm. guys have proven themselves 
just like Apple TV, well, C is so good and it's just really taken people by storm. C was an interesting example for me because I, you know, I, I do a lot of VFX based stuff. Like there's a yeah. lot of that stuff that I end up doing. And, um, and this was shot during the pandemic. It has these massive battle sequences. I was sort of joking with my friend, Matt, that it's like we stood around at a field with like three or four people. Next thing you know, you see the theater, there's like thousands of warriors and, you know, and, and explosions going off. And I, it just, it's, it's such a weird disconnected thing, especially filming during pandemic and filming around, you know, Jason, who's just, I mean, the guy never stops. It's amazing. Um, and lovely to be back with him again. I do. I got to say, it's just been far too long since I got to tease Jason and Mo on set. <laughs> now, having you mentioned something interesting that I want to explore a little bit, you've done a lot of VFX things, mm. I mean, throughout your career, having done that, looking back, say, from when you started doing these projects to now, um, obviously, the technology advances. And even then, when yeah. you're doing things like by Star the hour, by the hour, when you're even doing things like Stargate, which at that time, that technology was very advanced. So now, do you find it easier as an actor or more challenging? Because I've heard both sides to creating these stories because you're going from, hmm. you know, from green screen, so to speak, to now they're just taking you and imaging you in and, and they're hmm. doing all these different things. Um, yeah, eventually I, I don't have to show up. They'll just they just throw <laughs> the know, digital model in. You know, that's the way to do it. Uh, no, it's funny because I. Yeah, definitely. I know there's a lot of a lot of actors, um, especially people who start in in theater and move into film, which which weirdly enough, I sort of did. But but my first love and my first working, for want of a better word, was with my friends when we were 13, 14 years old making movies. So yeah. for me, the whole process, what what attracted me to film and television, weirdly, was not so much the acting as it was the whole process of making it. So I sort of it, being such a nerd, I revel in all of the technical aspects of it. So honestly, I, you know, I, I'm sort of never more alive when there's a lot, a lot of effect stuff going on, because I just, I feel like this is, I mean, to me, that's the hardest possible acting It's like, you know, it's like, I just recently did something where <laughs> my same friend, same friend from 13, you know, when we were 13, uh, doing this uh, cabinet of curiosities with, um, yeah. with Netflix. And at one point I found myself hanging from the ceiling by a foot with a bunch of stuntmen in green suits, hitting me with brooms. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I trust that Vincenzo will make something of this, but I, I, but you know, as an actor, <laughs> you're like, what the, this feels like some kind of a cruel joke, but I, for some reason, I think it's like, it's like the masochist in me or something. I just, I, I, in a way, the harder things are to shoot, the more I enjoy that process, the harder it is to deliver. I find, you know, it's funny. I think SNL did a spoof on game of Thrones at one point and they <laughs> oh, yeah. had like people with tennis balls on a stick and somebody wearing pretend dragon wings, but yeah. really like, it's kind of the way degree, it is. It's kind of the way it is. Like yeah. th that's not horribly far off, you know, from these films. You know, of course, Andy Circus, which is a name that everybody knows, has yeah, just yeah. sort of been like, yeah, yeah, the pioneer of sort of creating these virtual creatures and bringing them to life instead of it just being like created on a computer. Um, yeah, it's but, funny. He he sort of he elevated that, didn't he? I yeah, mean, that was did. sort of I was very sort of both. I'm 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 uh, I'm sort of inspired and and uh, and jealous of the way he's done that. He's sort of taken something that would, you know, 
for many, many years was basically just a, a technical role. Like you would, you know, and he, you know, he, he turned it into performance capture. I mean, he turned it from motion capture into performance capture. And I think, yeah, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of tech nerds who are very, very good at making things look real. And then, but it, but sometimes it takes, it takes that, uh, you know, the, the acting art to, uh, uh, to add a little uh, a little character to things, you know, so. Yeah, and I thought it was great And vice too. versa. Yeah, and I thought it was great, too, in the Black Panther film where they sort of gave him mm. an opportunity to be on screen for once. Yeah. And so to kind of see his range. So, again, this brings me to the topic of creation and storytelling and putting art together. You mentioned mm. that when you were younger with your friends, you would create films and things like that. Mm. Today, we loved we live- it. We lived in a day. We live in a day and age now where everybody has a cell phone. That's it. Yeah, I was going to show you. And you could literally create. I mean, there are people creating television shows on their phones. Uh, I want to do that. I think that's the way to go. I'm I I think it's ridiculous that we're still lugging around these giant bricks of cameras and that there's this this ridiculously complex uh, system of of making films when when the cameras you know, fit in our pockets. I mean, it's, there's a lot of holdover in a weird way. You'd think the film industry was very advanced and in some ways it is, but in other ways, in the infrastructure, in the industry side of it, I find it, I find it frustratingly slow to pick up on some of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, The DSLR sort of revolution when those giant, you know, nice CMOS cameras came out and you had these gorgeous little films that could look like a million dollars done on a, on a, you know, 400, $500 camera. Uh, the industry just didn't, you know, they're like, well, you know, those are little films and these are big films. But then next thing you know, they're all, you know, they're, they're you know, they're sort of struggling to compete with those little films. And I love that because I think that sort of levels the playing ground in a way that playing field in a way that, 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 you know, when we started, when Vincenzo and Andre and I started, when we were like 13, 14 in school, making little monster movies and stuff, um, you know, like you had to, you had to pay for film. You had to rent equipment. You had to get giant freaking lights and sound. Everything was so expensive. I feel like now it's almost like no excuse. Like it's like you want to be a filmmaker. Well, then what the hell? Don't talk about it. Make a damn film. What is you know? Like it's you know. And I I say that for my own benefit as well. I feel like you know, I there's a there's a wonderful sense I, I get from sort of the younger generation of filmmakers now that you know they just they want to they. They don't think I want to shoot something. They go and shoot it and then work out what they've got. And it's such a different, refreshing sort of approach to stuff. Um, Yeah, I think it's very fascinating. mm. Um, And really just like watching how technology has advanced. There was a Mm. show that uh, appeared on Snapchat called Action Royale or Batty Royale. It starred Kim Coates. And it was all filmed on iPhones. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it was all filmed on iPhones. Uh, And... uh, filmed in the long version you know to be able to create right. um content and things like that um but this is how people see it most people are seeing stuff i mean i know that it's a filmmaker's nightmare is everyone watching films on a little screen but the reality is that's what they do and you know i i i feel like you know I, you know night big resolutions fantastic i mean but no one wants to see you know my ugly mug in 4k for god's sake i mean i say keep it <laughs> as blurry as possible <laughs> that's hilarious well, a couple more questions here. So you've got these great projects out um, and you've created them and you've mentioned, you know, how storytelling became as of an interest to you mm. um, for people who maybe want to create content these days and put things out. 
you know, having been in this business for so long, what are some pieces of advice that you've been given or maybe would give others who want to create content and, and put things out who have the cell phone and that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, as always with all of these things, it's the same thing with writing as well is, you know, people do writing workshops, people do film workshops, they do all these, I mean, film's a little different because I feel like there's a technical aspect there that might be worth learning to, to some extent. But honestly, I feel like we're our own worst enemies on that stuff. And I think there's a, there's this, there's this, there's like a, a little elastic band that holds you back with making stuff. And it's like that you're going to somehow make something bad. And it's like, no, no, you're going to make something bad. Like you're going, you're, why on earth, you're not going to paint your first painting. And it's not going to be the freaking Mona Lisa. You've got to fail to, to get, you know, to, to, to succeed in this industry and in any industry for that matter. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel very sorry for like, these Hollywood kids who come in and they're like, all of a sudden they're movie stars. Like they get cast in a giant, you know, the Harry Potter kids who go, who their, their first presented, you know, acting performances are their first presented acting. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. And then it's like, where do you go from there? And then where do you go from there? Exactly. I mean, whereas, you know, someone, you know, I, this is why I love Canada for, for starting out certainly is that you can, you can do a lot of work that sort of flies under the radar and you learn the tricks of the trade, but, but honestly, I I feel like now when I started, it was a simpler process in that you had a, you had a headshot, well, or simpler or more complex, depending on how you look at it, but you know, you had a headshot, you went in, you saw if you could meet an agent, you, you tried to drag an agent to a, to a play to get them to see what you were doing in the hopes of getting representation. But, but now I feel like you have to, you almost have to write, produce, direct and star in your own stuff to start anyways. And I think it's worth doing because then you get a sense of all the different aspects of the film industry. Cause a lot of people who think, you know, go into film thinking they want to be an actor. And the next thing you know, they're, you know, they're directing or they're writing, or there's just so many different aspects. That's what I love about this industry. It works so well for my ADHD is like every day, there's so much stuff going on. I can get, I can go down the rabbit hole on all these different things. So yeah, yeah honestly, I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but I, 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 you've got the camera. Everyone worries about what camera they filmed. You know, what did you film that movie on? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, just just make the damn movie, you know? Yeah, I, it's been interesting watching the evolution of technology sort of progress from, you know, then the red cameras were like mm. for a while. And then yeah. now they're coming down to realizing that they can do the smaller cameras and make things, you know, much easier for people to to create and affordable. Mm. I mean, now there's probably 20 some streaming platforms. There's YouTube there's yes. TikTok. I mean, if you have a cell phone and you have an idea, you know, or a GoPro, you can, those beautiful little GoPro. I've yeah, got a little Gro GoPro Pros. seven. I mean, you could toss that thing around. You know, a great example that I'm watching um, Breaking Bad with my son right now. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, perfect 14 year old um, stuff. To watch. <laughs> it's but, a great um, show. Oh, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. And one of the things that I love about it is the bat, my son, Baz, will 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 say like, what? Oh, that's a cool shot, which I've never heard him do before. And it's because they were so smart in how in in how they played. They had so much fun with that show. You know, they would stick cameras behind plexi pieces of plexi and pretend it's the floor. They would, you know, they would put cameras on sticks or cameras on the things that people were moving on coffee mugs. On they just played with it all. That they 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 really they made the most of these tiny cameras. And I feel like. You know, for so long, our idea, our image of film has been dictated by the size and weight and clunkiness of these cameras. And, you know, when you can relieve yourself of that with a with a with a little iPhone or something, it's really I mean, 
you know, it's it, people are so desperate for originality now. People are so sick of this sort of like you know generic filmmaking. I, you know, if you can if you can achieve something on a on a little camera um, that that is that is you know breaking the mold and changing changing things a bit, I people just lap it up. They love it. You know, well, I do certainly myself. I love it. Well, David, you have so many great projects coming out. There's C, which is available now. Mm-hmm. Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, yes, coming for Halloween. With Halloween. leading up to Halloween, yeah, it should be amazing. Guillermo right. del Toro, man, Guillermo del Toro and and Vincenzo Natale, hard to beat that that pair. Um, I love it. It's and I just um, got to blow everything up on C, which is just wonderful. So you know, fantastic. Well, be sure to check all these projects out. Uh, David, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Oh, pleasure, man. Anytime. Good luck with the uh, with the podcast. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.